think it's time for the weather report because the wind is blowing. Today's weather, high of 36 and a low of 32. So you might want to put a coat on because it's going to be a little cold and windy, but the sun's supposed to come out. So we got that going for us. Welcome to Tuesday morning. Mornings with Ken. Hey, thanks for stopping by. And today, go ahead and get your cup of coffee and your virtual donut. And let's get this day started together. Hey, did anybody enjoy yesterday's show? Um, I, I know it was kind of a, you know, uh, it was kind of a, a bluesy day, you know. It's Monday morning. I didn't want to, I didn't want to get up and go to work, but I had to. But hey, I hope it brought you uh, up instead of down. That was my intentions. <clears throat> Maybe it's because of the dream I had that night. It was weird. Do you ever have one of those weird dreams? I dreamt a very strange dream. Now, don't judge me. I'm going to tell you my dream, but don't judge me or don't put any, don't read into this any more than what it is. This is not a political commentary whatsoever. So please, I'm going to tell you my dream, but don't take this as a, a political, oh, Ken must vote this way or that way. No, 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 no. Don't take it that way. It was just a strange dream. So, <clears throat> I dreamt I was with Donald Trump. I don't know what the situation was, but I think he was, like, leaving the White House. And... You know how, like, you see him on TV, he's always very assertive and, you know, like, strong-willed. But, so, in my dream, I met Donald Trump at the White House, and he's, like, telling me, oh, the country's not as bad as it seems to be. We're going to be okay. The country's going to be strong, and it's going to move on. And everything's going to be okay. And he was like consoling me and, and other people. Now, don't read into that politically. <clears throat> but then all of a sudden, it switched. You know how dreams jump around? It switched to we're at a movie theater. Now, this is the weird part. Now, don't, don't, don't get all freaky on me and, and, uh, but Donald Trump is all of a sudden naked. I'm not naked. Donald Trump's naked. And he's still saying everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And uh, he, he, he starts walking down the aisle because the movie's going to start. And he sits down to watch the movie. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that one? Why in the world... Would I have a dream about Donald Trump being naked in a movie theater? Dude, no judging. No, 
Do not judge me on that dream. You can't help your dreams. You don't know. You don't know why you dream the things you do. But let's just say, I was glad when I woke up. <laughs> but man, I'd love to hear some of your guys' uh, crazy dreams. But this isn't a a call-in show, so this is just one long monologue by me. But hey. Thanks for tuning in. We come back after the break. I want to talk about some common dreams that we all probably have. I know I've had these dreams before, or at least some of them. So let's take a, a real quick break and we'll be right back. All right, are you guys done laughing at me? I can't help it. That was my dream, okay? Next time you guys see me, don't make fun of me for the Donald Trump dream. Hey, I got nothing to do with it. It was a weird dream. But, so, now I I know really that dreams don't really mean anything. I don't think they do. I, I mean, I don't, I think it's just your brain going through all the events maybe in your life while you're sleeping, maybe some memories come out, but I don't think they really mean anything. I just think it's the chemicals in your brain and the information traveling through your brain. I don't really hold to that they mean anything at all, but I know there's a lot of familiar dreams I've heard over the years, so I just made a list of ones I remember that people have had, and I've had a couple of these. So they're not in any particular order, but let's just start with uh, the first one here, falling. Yeah, have you guys ever had a dream about falling? I have, and mine is never really like falling off of a cliff, although I did do that when I was young. I fell off a cliff, a pretty high cliff, 
Um, some of you might say, yo, that explains a lot, Kenny. You fell off a cliff when you were young. Hey, that's a true story. And uh, sometime I'll share that story with a close friend, but not anybody else. You got to be a really close friend. No. But um, so <clears throat> I, so my falling dreams were just like literally falling from the sky. It's not like falling. I don't know where I'm falling from. I'm just in the sky falling. And, of course, you never hit the ground because, you know, as they say, if you hit the ground in your dream, you die. And I've even heard people say, if you have a dream about falling and then you accidentally roll out of bed and hit the floor, that means you're you're dead. You died. Now, of course, we know that's not true. But I do remember wake, like in my sleep, holding under the bed in fear that I'm going to fall off the edge of the bed. But I know I'm falling from the sky. It, it, it is weird. It is weird. But I've never hit the ground. I've never hit the ground. So that's kind of an old, uh, you know, wise tale that if you, if you do hit the ground in your dream, then you'll die. But some people interpret the dream as, so if you're having a falling dream, the so-called experts say, something in your life isn't going well. Something in your life isn't going well. I find that's like the common thread of interpretations in a lot of these. Something in your life isn't going well if you're falling out of the sky. Well, if that's me... Boy, I should be falling out of the sky every day. But, <laughs> oh man. Now, number two, I think we definitely all can relate to. Being naked in public. Being naked in public. Now, for me, it usually was always about One of three things, either in school, on the job, or at church. Being in school, I those ones are the, the most aggravating. You're like, well, all of them are aggravating. None of them are fun. But it's like you're, you're well, with me, I'm not necessarily naked. I'm in my underwear. I don't think I've ever been naked in one of my dreams. And if this is offensive to some people, I apologize. It doesn't, I don't mean it to be, but I've always been at least in my underwear in my dreams. I've never been fully naked in my dreams um, because, you know, I do have some, you know, respect. No, but, um, but I remember like dreaming that I'm naked in school and I'm trying to hide and slide underneath the desk so no one sees that I'm just in my underwear or I'm at my locker and I'm trying to get my books in a hurry to go to class but I'm naked in my, or I'm in my underwear. Yeah. Or, or at, at church, I show up at church and I'm sitting in the pew and then all of a sudden I, I notice that I'm naked or in my underwear or I'm at work and, and, and I'm at work. I'm trying to walk through the office as quick as possible because I'm only in my underwear. That's aggravating dreams. And I had this, I usually have this one where I'm on, like I'm at at school, but I find some clothes. So I'm in my underwear, but I find some clothes 
And every time I start to put them on, the pants, I'm laying on my on my back, and the pants just won't pull up above my legs. And someone's coming in the door, opening up the door, and I'm fighting to hurry up to put a pair of pants on, but they're like they're all tangled and way too tight on my legs, and I can't get my pants pulled on. Oh, that's so aggravating. Oh, man. So what the experts say that dream means is you're hiding something. You're not revealing the truth about yourself. You're not revealing the truth about yourself. There's something you're hiding that's a secret. Okay, all right, all right. Now, in two, I think what I've heard people say too, it means you're unprepared for something. You haven't prepared yourself um, for something. So you're going into something unprepared. Okay, all right, whatever. All right, number three, being chased, being chased. Now, I have this one too. Mine is usually by animals. It's very rarely by a person. It's usually by an animal chasing me, and it's usually in my house. I don't know why. And usually I'm on one side of the door, and the animal's on the other side of the door, trying again it chases me through the house i get into one room and the animals crawl you know like he's trying to get through the other door so but the experts say if you're being chased by an animal you are running from your true passions or emotions so if an animal is chasing you you are running from your true passions or emotions Okay, I don't, I don't know, I don't really, I, I don't, I don't know. The other explanation or interpretation of the dream, well, if your attacker is a, like a person, so if your attacker is a person and not an animal, that represents childhood trauma, childhood trauma if your attacker is a person. Hmm. Very rarely is mine ever a person. And when it is a person, usually it's outside. So it's funny. The animals chase me inside the house. A person chases me outside the house. Hmm. Very interesting. Now the next one, number four, I've never had this dream. But I guess from when I looked up, it's a very popular dream for most people. I've never had this dream. Losing your teeth. And I'm not meaning you put your false teeth somewhere and you can't find them, but your teeth are falling out of your gums. One, that's disgusting. And try brushing your teeth more often. I think that dream means you need to brush your teeth more often. But uh, (laughs) I've never had that dream. I'd be interested to know if anybody ever had the dream about losing your teeth. But the experts say it means you are self-conscious about the way you look. So if you're having dreams about losing your teeth, it means you're self-conscious you're, 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 uh, about the way you look. You, 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 you don't like the way you look. Well, hey, if you're losing your teeth, yeah, but 
Um, and yet the second imp- in- interpretation is you said something embarrassing. Maybe the other day at work you you said something embarrassing in, in a crowd of people or a co-worker and now you're embarrassed about it. Hmm. Very interesting. I, I've never had the losing your teeth dream. So I don't know what that's all about. But uh, there it is. So, number five. Dreams about dying. Dreams about dying. I've never had that one either. I, I dreamed that I'm falling from the sky and I'm, I'm afraid of dying. But I never had one about dying. So, the first interpretation is you're afraid of some upcoming change. You are afraid of some upcoming change in your life. All right, all right. The second interpretation is you're mourning the passing of time, specifically your own time when when you were young. So you're mourning the passing of of your youthfulness when you were young. You're mourning the passing of time and you miss being young. Okay, makes sense. I understand that. So either you're afraid of change or you're you're sad that time is passing you by, I guess. You're getting older. Wow, maybe I, maybe that one's coming up for me later. I mean, I am getting older, but hey... Number six. Number six. Test taking. Test taking. Now that's usually when I'm naked. So when I, that's what, that kind of, for me, that kind of goes back to um, being in my underwear in school because I, I didn't study for that test. But this one, I guess, is not related to that. This is just, test-taking. So the first interpretation is you're unprepared for life. You were unprepared for life. So you're failing at... So, well, that's the second... The second interpretation is you feel you are a failure. So the second interpretation is you feel you are a failure. Well, when I didn't study for that test, I knew I was going to fail the test. So that's why I guess I was into my underwear, but... So um, test taking is a is a common dream. So, hmm, interesting. Dreams about the next one, number seven. Dreams about infidelity, infidelity. Hmm, this one's interesting. You are not getting the love from your spouse that you desire. You are not getting the love. From your spouse that you desire. And it says that it, usually the infidelity dreams does not mean that your spouse is cheating on you, but it, it just means that you don't feel the emotional love and support from your spouse. So if you're having dreams about your spouse um, cheating on you, now when you wake up in the morning, don't slap them in the head laying in bed. Um, because it was just a dream, but 
Um, it just means that, um, you know, you don't feel you're getting the love from your spouse that you need. So go get some counseling on that one. But remember, these are just dreams, folks. It doesn't, I don't hold anything to dreams at, at all. Dreams are just dreams. It's just chemicals and thoughts in your brain. So number eight, number eight, flying, flying. I've had a few flying dreams where I really, I'm, and there's usually no birds in the sky. It's just me flying through the clouds, above the clouds, in the blue sky. So let's see what these interpretations are. First interpretations, you're enjoying the joys of freedom. You feel free, so you're enjoying your freedom. Makes sense, makes sense. Free like a bird. The other one is more negative. You can't handle life, so you want to escape the realities of life. You want to escape the realities of life. Wow, totally opposite. One, you're enjoying your freedom. The other one, you want to escape the realities of life. So if you're flying through the sky in your dreams, um, hey, get some help. You got to face life one way or the other, right? Or just enjoy your freedom. Hey, fun to fly where the birds fly, right? I, I flew, I think mine was, I mean, I think I was, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. I was just flying through the sky. In my dream, it felt fun. So, hmm. Number nine. Number nine is more so just for the ladies, I hope. I hope it's just for the ladies because it's dreams about being pregnant. Dreams about being pregnant. I mean, hey, they're dreams, so guys could have a, a dream about being pregnant. I mean, physically it can't happen, but um, <laughs> you could have a dream about being pregnant. So there was only one interpretation, surprisingly, for that. And it's, it's, you feel you're, you're being inadequate. You're not adequate. You're inadequate. And that's hardly all, all the interpretation says. You feel like you're inadequate. I wonder how that relates to being pregnant. You're inadequate. A pr being pregnant means you're inadequate in a dream? I didn't really understand that one. Hmm. Number 10, number 10. You're in a car and it's driving out of control. You're in a car and it's driving out of control. I think we all pretty much can nail this one down. The interpretation is you're losing control of your own life. You're losing control of your own life. Now, <clears throat> I've had this dream, but this dream is the dream that aggravates me the most. Because for me, it's the most common dream I have. But my dream is, I'm in a company vehicle. I used to drive a truck for a living years ago. And I'm, I'm, I'm parked on a, either I'm parked on a hill or I'm driving up the hill. But I'm at a red light and a stick shift. But my, my truck starts to slide backwards down a steep hill. And as I'm... I'm putting my foot on the brake, pushing the brake as hard as I can. The truck won't won't stop sliding down the hill. 
And as I try as hard as I can to push my foot on the brake pedal, but the truck starts sliding down the hill. And in some of my dreams, when I have that dream, I'm, I'm steering the truck backwards. I'm trying to avoid cars as I slide down the hill. And I never get to the outcome at the bottom of the hill to see what happens. I never crash, but I'm fearful. Like it, in my, I wake up so aggravated and, and fearful because I want to stop the truck from going backwards down the hill, but the brake just won't stop the he- truck because it's so heavy and has so much weight on it. Ooh, boy, if I tell a psychiatrist that one, he'd have a fill day. It's like, Kenny, sit down. Tell me about your dream. So, but that one is so aggravating. I hate that dream. Now watch me dream about that later tonight when it's bedtime. Yeah, that's, oh, I hate that dream. I can't tell you how much I hate that dream. But hey, I'm sure you guys found one of those dreams that uh, you can relate to there. Um, I think we all can relate to most of them. Um, But uh, anyway, hey, take a quick break and we'll be right back. So what do you do? What do you do when your real dreams in life don't come true? What do you do when you've had real life dreams and they don't come true? When I was young, in my 20s, I had this crazy dream that I was going to retire when I was 50 that I was going to work hard, I was going to work two, three jobs and save up money and invest it in a 401k and a pension and I was going to save all that money and I was going to retire when I was 50 years old. Well, guess what? I'm 51 now and, uh, you know, when you have uh, three kids in your 20s and uh, you buy a house, you buy a car, quickly that dream slipped away 
and not being financially responsible when I was in my 20s. So that dream um, died. It, 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 it's, it's, it, it died. I never reached that goal. But I was thinking, and this is just my thoughts. This isn't coming from any sources or from any psychologist or anything like that. But I was just thinking, how, how do you handle when you don't, how do I handle when your dreams fail? And uh, I, I was just thinking, for me, it was important for me, for number one, to look back to look back at what happened. Now, I'm not saying this is... The things I'm going to give you aren't, aren't, like say, they're not coming from a professional advice column or psychology today, but just my personal way of coping through not fulfilling a dream is, uh, number one, what happened? Look back and say, okay, well, this was my goal. And this is where I started. And this is where I fell short. Oh, look at that. Yeah, you know what? I made um, a bad financial decision. You know what? One of <laughs> one of our first, when me and Dixie got married, one of our first bad financial decisions. Now, this is going to date us. This is going to date us. But you know what? I think most of you listeners out there about my age, maybe slightly younger, but, uh, hey, hold on. We got interrupted here. No, I'm not running or buying anything. Sorry about that. I apologize that for folks. But, um, yeah, the worst, like, so we're in our 20s. We're new, you know, we're newly met. We, there's this pre- before kids, pre-kids. And we have our own apartment. We have a TV, but we don't have a VCR. Now, this is before DVDs wasn't even a thing yet. I know. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh just because I'm 51 years old. You guys aren't too far behind me, some of you guys. Well, some of you are older than me, so don't laugh. So, me and Dixie, we had, what was it, a JCPenney's card? I think it was a JCPenney's card credit card. Dixie will have to correct me. I'm pretty sure it was JCPenney's. And when VCRs first came out, folks, they were expensive. They were expensive. And, you know, we're young. We weren't making any kind of money. So we went and charged us a VCR. And we were so scared to do it because we didn't want our parents to find out. Even though we were married, we didn't want our parents to find out that we charged a VCR and a charge card. Oh, man, that was a huge purchase for us. It sounds silly to say that now, but I think those things were like three, $400 back then, and we were so nervous about buying that. You know, but, but, but we bought it on a charge card, paid interest, probably paid twice the amount that it was worth, but... So that was a bad decision. So that, that, that kind of started off the, uh, hey, Ken, you're not going to reach your goal. To... <laughs> it, it was one of the first signs of, hey, keep making decisions like that. You're not going to reach your goal, Ken. 
but then, you know, of course life happens and you, you know, you have kids, you, you, you know, things don't go as planned. So, and you don't take care of your money like you should when you're young. So that's kind of what happened. So I think it's important to, to decide, take a look what happened. Next, number two, was it a realistic goal to begin with? Number two, was it a realistic goal to begin with? I mean, I think mine probably kind of was, but it would have had to take some major life uh, planning, like probably delaying having kids or or whatever, or being very good with my money. So I think it, it was could have been a realistic dream, but I didn't create the steps to get there. I didn't create the little itty-bitty daily t- steps to get to the um, big, uh, audacious goal, you know. So, yeah. So, number three, was it realistic? Yeah, for me, it won't, it could have been if I would have, you know, stayed with it. And number three, don't mourn over it, but move on. And, you know, like your mother said, don't cry over spilled milk. Mourn over it, be sad about it, and move on. So first, what happened? Two, was it realistic? Three, go ahead, you know, be sad about it for a minute or two. Mourn over it, but move on. Don't cry over spilled milk. You can't go back. You can't go back in time and change things. So that was number three. Number four, revive it or create a new a new similar one. So revive the old dream that you had or create a new one. So revive it. Now, I can't revive that dream. It uh, I've passed my goal of 50, but I can create something new. And it could be a lot different than what the original goal was. Maybe I just want to be at a certain uh place in my life where I'm financially 100% stable and things are going to be looking good when I'm retired or looking decent or whatever, but obviously I can't make it at 50 anymore. So revive it. So if you're still young enough and say you had the same goal, say you're 20 years old and you want to um, like sort of mimic my goal of retiring at 50. So go ahead and uh, revive it right now. Just, you know, maybe you feel like you failed, but you're still in your 20s. Hey, it's not too late. You can still reach that goal. Just fix the problems um, in your budget and in your lifestyle so you can still reach that goal. So number five, make steps to get to the new goals. So if you are going to make a new goal, Plan out each individual steps to get there. Number one, I'm going to control my budget. I'm just using retiring as, a, as an example. Number one, I'm going to control my budget. Two, I'm going to see how to increase my income. Three, I'm going to figure out different ways to save money. But um, Or you know what? Just say, uh, let's use another example. I'm going to do a career change. I only want to do this job till I hit 30, then I want a career change. Well, what does that look like? Is it going to require schooling, 
Write down the steps that for schooling that's going to require. Or, you know, maybe it doesn't require more schooling or whatever. But write the steps to get there down. Okay? Number six. Celebrate the small victories. Celebrate the small victories. So if one of your dreams was to write a book, which I did, I wrote a, a little book, celebrate that. It doesn't have to, you know, be anything big or crazy, but celebrate the small things. Say, hey, I want to lose 40 pounds, you know, in so many months. Celebrate that when, when that happens. Celebrate it. Celebrate the small victories. And uh, number seven, what I wrote down, remember I didn't, this is not coming from a professional source, but number seven, get trusted advice. Get trusted advice from someone you really respect and their life, if their life looks like something you want to achieve and, and, you, and you know that they're really a respectable person and they're, you know, whatever, get some advice. Get some advice from a close friend that you that you saw achieve some of his goals. So get some good advice. Hey, that's 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 what I came up with. I say it's not professional, but it's just um, some things that I've learned about. So anyway, hey, thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate. All you guys, um, you know, just coming in onto the podcast and listening every day. I do really, really appreciate that. And uh, I really do. Hey, by the way, did, why are they, are they, do, did they do another Making a Murderer on Netflix? Did they do a new one? And why won't that story just die and go away? Um, anyway, that's just, that's off the topic, but anyway, hey, thanks for stopping by. I wish you guys a blessed day. Hey, let's do this again tomorrow. You know what? It's kind of fun. Love you guys. Dream.